Hey guys, welcome to Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things, a podcast about how to get through life and find God in every season while walking in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to tell you guys something really cool that's going to be coming out on July 31st. I'm going to be posting an episode of the podcast with my first interview. This interview will be with an amazing guy named Tyler Smith. He's an NBA sports writer, a pastor, a coach, and the author of Searching for Seven. Searching for Seven is a book about the journey of seeking God seven days a week. You can look for this book on the website searchingforseven.com where you'll find links to the book and the blog and other helpful products. Tyler Smith is an awesome guy. I can't wait for you to hear the interview. It's going to address things like how do we seek God? Why is that important? What do you do if you feel bogged down? How to get back in the game? How to look at God as an intimate and personal father and friend to you? All of these issues are going to be addressed in this episode. It's going to be great, and I hope that you will join me and Tyler Smith on July 31st, which is a Friday, for this awesome interview. Thanks, guys. So, do you know what the hardest story to tell is? It's my own story. My own story is just so far been impossible for me to find the words and I'm I've thought about why and all that I can come up with is that I'm afraid and what might I be afraid of lots of things I guess you know it not being accepted and not being liked and all the silly things that somebody might feel hesitant about and put something off instead of doing it but I know that it doesn't matter what other people think about my story, just like it doesn't matter what other people think about your story. Our stories are special. They make up who we are. Our lives are a collective album of experience. And experiences are what help other people. It's not the perfect posts on Instagram or money or having a lot of friends or health or all of the other things, prestige and, you know, fame and fortune and all of that, which of course we know that, but when we really think about it, it's hard to live by because we, we want to be seen. We want to be important and we want to matter. So why am I doing this podcast? I'm doing this podcast because my heart is for people that have problems but feel like they don't have a safe place to go and to talk about the the problems that they face and I guess more of my my heart and my experiences towards the spiritual side of things because navigating your faith in a world that's hard is like really difficult and then navigating your issues with God, because we all have them, questions, doubts, fears, trying to understand, you know, how it works and the deeper aspects of being a believer without getting discouraged and 
you know, we often just come up against things in our spiritual lives where we feel like nobody understands. And so I want to be an encouragement and a light to people that have issues with God that they don't know what to do and they don't know how to work through them and they want to do the right thing, but they just don't know how and they don't know what to do. I also want to do it because this is just a gift I have. And fortunately, it's a gift that has been cultivated through some really, really hard times because that's given me an aspect of sensitivity that I don't think I would have had if I would have just, you know, lived an untouched life where I was healthy and, you know, got to do all of the things that I didn't get to do because I spent so much of my life being ill. Anyway, so I podcast because I govern my life by a simple rule. I govern my life by this thing, and it's a statement, and it goes like this. I want to treat people like I wasn't treated. I know that sounds really dark and morbid almost, but it's true. My collective life experiences have been so touched by shame and grief and rejection and disrespect and alienation that throughout my life I have learned over and over and over and over again the pain of wanting to be included, loved, seen, um, pulled in, heard, thought of highly, thought of with good regard, and I know how it feels to not have that happen over and over and over again. And I know what it feels like to be very broken by people that are thoughtless and insensitive and careless and self-absorbed. And I just feel like there's more people out there in the world that have those same hurts. And I don't want a podcast to get everybody together that's wounded and, and down in the dumps and say, here's a group where, you know, we can just, you know, beat up on the world and be haters and negative And, you know, why would God let this happen? And, you know curse the church and curse everything, blah, 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 blah. That's not why I do it. I do it because you can be really, really hurt and it can be like the best thing in your life. And you can be really, really, really at a disadvantage and become something that the mean people in your life couldn't have dreamed of becoming. And it's not that's not why we do it. That's not, you know, what we hope for. We don't hope to become better than our tormentors. But the point is, is that we view pain and suffering and shame and heartache and rejection as these terrible things, which they are. They're hard and they're painful, but they're really a tremendous gift. Because without being rejected and shamed and pushed away and not heard, I would have been a shallow, self-absorbed jerk. I would have. 
it was only because I faced so much opposition in my life at such a young age through all of my young adult years um, that I was able to really understand how much people's hearts really do break. And I was able to comprehend the severity of how wrong and sinful it is to live your life in a way that is thoughtless and that doesn't look out for your weaker brother and that doesn't spread hope and light and life. So many people are just ignorant to that fact. They walk around and they're in a bubble and it's all about them. It's all about them getting to the next spot and getting the praise and the accolades and keeping the position. And I guess I just have a sensitivity and an awareness of that. I have an awareness of supporting people that are weaker than me or supporting people that don't have the same faith that I have. Because the the thing is, is people who face opposition and maybe this won't be a widely accepted thing that I'll say, but I'm going to say it anyway because I believe that it's true. And I'm saying it in a heart of and in a spirit of love. But this is for anybody out there right now that's an underdog and that is listening to this. If you're facing a lot of opposition and you can't figure out why and you can't understand why you can't find your people and why you feel so alone and so alienated by people that are supposed to take care of you and supposed to love you and supposed to have your back. And you're starting to wonder, you know, why am I following God? You know, if God is love and God is supposed to protect me, then why isn't he bringing me to my pew? I want to tell you that if you're facing opposition, that's so strong and rejection that's so fierce, it's because there's a big purpose in your life. Am I saying that there's not a big purpose in people's lives that don't face opposition? Mm, no, not necessarily. But in our human condition to begin with, because we're sinful and because we're wicked, then if God doesn't get a hold of us, then nobody would ever want to learn to be um, a submitted, self-sacrificing, God-fearing, people-loving uh, Christ follower. So I guess what I'm saying is that if you have all the money and all the prestige and all the friends and the husband and the job or the wife and the kids and the house and the car, then it's going to be harder for you to A, find a deep spiritual connection to the Lord and it's going to be harder for you to empathize with humans because that's just how it is. You don't learn to be empathetic through hearing about it. You don't learn to be somebody that's genuinely concerned with humanity in the state that they're in, in all their brokenness because you have enough money or you got a good a good college education. You learn to love people in my opinion by being unloved. 
because it's in the brokenness that we can find the light. It's in the pain that we can see the Lord. It's in our brokenness we can see our need for our Savior. So, no, those things don't come through money and friends and power and prestige and favor. They come through the dark night of the soul. So I guess what I'm saying is it's a paradox. It's this weird thing where I don't think that people need as much head knowledge as they do experiential knowledge because nobody needs our opinions anymore. We don't benefit from hearing what we should have done or could have done. We benefit from hearing about someone's experience that has been through what we've been through and has either become a better person or come through it to a better place and can help us understand how we do that. We don't need anybody else to tell us what we did wrong or what to do better. We need people in our lives to walk by our side and encourage us. There's a difference. And so that's why I want a podcast. And another reason I want a podcast is because people didn't let me speak. But people aren't in control of me speaking on a podcast. And so I kind of swallowed the fear and the regret and the just a sense of I can't do this. I'm not supported. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm walking the walk and I'm talking the talk. So anything I'm saying to you guys is not something that I think you should do because you're in a hard place. It's what I have done in my own hard place that then I'm sharing with you and you can take it or you can leave it. But my goal is to strengthen people with weak knees Weak spiritual knees, weak emotional knees, weak mental knees. I want to provide a safe place of encouragement for my brothers and sisters that feel like they can't catch a break and no one understands them and no one gives a flying flip about them. I want to point you back to Jesus and I want to show you that even though you suffer and, and, and even though you feel all of these terrible things and even though they're happening, maybe they're actually happening. Maybe it's not just I don't I feel like people don't like me. Maybe it's like people don't like me. Maybe it's like I lost my job. I lost my marriage. My kid died. I got a diagnosis. All of those things. Maybe it's I want to die. I just am depressed. And everybody keeps telling me it's because I'm not praying enough. Or that Christians don't go to therapists or take medicine, which is complete hogwash, by the way. Because all truth is a gift from God. And science and medicine and therapy is a gift from God. So my goal is to provide a place where we talk about issues of the heart. And we talk about them in a real way. And I can connect with you and provide you with information, yes, and knowledge about how to have a better walk with the Lord, but doing it in a way that encourages you and lets you know that you're not a loser and that there is not 
you know, you're not living in a situation where there's no hope that you are precious and beloved and, and desired and loved by the king of the universe. And he has a plan for your life and he created you. And if you are here on this earth, no matter what you faced, God wanted you here and God has kept you and he's kept you for a purpose and he's calling you by name not somebody rejected over in the corner that I can make better. No, God calls you by name. Lift your head up. You have dignity. You don't need other people to approve of you because God has given you a name and he came and he died for you and he loves you and you have a purpose for your life and it cannot be thwarted by the powers of hell or the powers of man it can only be thwarted if you decide it isn't real. Your enemy is not people. Your enemy is not what people say or what people do or what diagnosis you have or your um, economic status or your color or your gender or your marital status. You are called by name and you are loved and you have a purpose and a plan for your life. And the more opposition that you face, the bigger the purpose that God has for you. That's just what I believe. And I believe it because I've lived it. And I believe it because I've seen it over and over and over again. And if you've come this far through all of this darkness and this torment and this pain, why would you give up now? That would just be silly. If you've made it this far and you're listening to this podcast, God's brought you here for a reason. And that's because you matter. And you matter so much that he's not going to give you everything you want. You matter so much that he cares more about your character than he does your comfort. You matter so much that he has allowed you to be Alive and breathing and present right now. And you can say, well, but why this and but why that? And that's, those are questions that are real and they cause us a lot of pain. But they're also questions that don't always get answered. And that's where faith comes in. If you are a believer Go back to your point of conversion when you decided that you wanted to follow Jesus. What did you know about him then? Because what you knew about him then, that he loved you and that he came to, you know, and died for you and that he has provided you with um, life everlasting and forgiven you of all your sins, that Jesus is the same one today. And he offers you the same things. And if you're not a believer then I would encourage you to come to know Jesus because I am a believer and I have suffered tremendously and I can absolutely promise you that God is good and he is faithful and that he takes care of his children. He takes care of all of his children. But if you follow him with all of your heart and you refuse to give up no matter what happens, there will be an extra provision and care and comfort for your soul. Because it says in the Bible that God is very near to the brokenhearted. 
And why is he very near to the brokenhearted? Because brokenhearted people need, they have need. And what does God want us to do? To have need. Because then that's when he can come in and fill us. And again, that points back to the fact that God cares more about your character than your comfort. You're going to have to get past some of these issues about why this and why that. Not because I'm, I'm saying they're not valid, but because they don't get you anywhere. And if your goal is to get somewhere with the Lord that's past this point of where you're at right now in this sorrow or this pain, then that's going to require you to have faith. And if you have so much faith to believe all the lies you're believing, that there's nothing, that you don't deserve this, that you know you have no hope and no future, it's never going to get better, then why can't you have the faith and the hope to believe that it will? Because your reality will be dictated by what you believe. According to your faith, be it unto you. If you believe in a small God, expect small things. But if you believe in a big God, expect big things. The God I believe in is the God that holds the light and the darkness in his hands, and they both bow to him. The God I believe in resurrects the dead, but he waits for it to die before he resurrects it because that gives his name more glory. The God that I serve is the God that redeems every loss I've ever faced. And the God that I serve is the God that you serve. And if you don't know the God that I know, message me. Go to blog.weed seeds and beautiful things to the contact me page at the bottom and you'll find my work email and you'll find a subscribe button. Subscribe to the podcast and the blog uh, and the weekly Instagram art post for encouragement and message me that you have a prayer request and I will contact you. If you like this podcast, comment and share it. Again, we're all in this together. All of us broken people. Because that's who I'm here for. That's who I want to serve. I want to show anybody that knows they're broken, even if they don't know how they're broken, the God that heals, redeems, and restores. You guys are important. I am glad you stopped by. And I really hope that you'll come back. Thanks so much for listening.